1: Someone who tries to take the life of another human being, this is not something that you can say, oh, it was a childish prank 30 years ago. Somewhere in the deep recesses of her heart and her soul is something so malignant and so bad that she would try to take another life. That remains today.
2: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA, I'm Sean. Hi. It's Friday. Hi. I got the Friday ridiculousness going on. I'm already friday out, man. That was Chris. Who was that? Well, How do you pronounce his name again? Who was that guy? Senator Jim Rich. Oh, Jim Rish. Oh, oh, okay. I got confused. It happens these days. Not as much oxygen getting to the brain. But he's talking about Biden's choice appointee to run, you know, uh, all environmental stuff here in the country, and she's a chick who once advocated for the spiking of trees. <laughs> she was once an eco-warrior. I can't even think of her damn name at this point. I don't care. Because she'll get appointed. <laughs> look at the look at the attorney general we have. Uh, yeah, yeah, big eco-warrior, violence, you know, against uh, folks who are in the uh, industry of... Uh, foresting and and uh you know uh taking down trees it's you know violence is okay you remember the whole spike in the tree thing how insipid was that where these a-holes would take a piece of metal they'd wedge it into a tree uh in uh about the same place that uh these big industrial saws would come in these guys are chopping these things down and uh they hit that piece of metal and everything goes everywhere and people die and they get maimed and hurt and uh yeah there you go uh 210599 <laughs> let's get her in there man get her appointed uh, get it finished 2105995555 i really want to get into the i mean just briefly i know we spent a lot of time on this yesterday but you know masking 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 uh, we're hearing more and more stuff out of the White House and the CDC uh, about, you know, masks. Uh, and, and not a bad idea. This is what the good doctor, uh, Walensky, I think is how you pronounce your name, from the CDC. Not a bad idea. And, uh, I, I, as I said yesterday, and, uh, you know, I, I, I still believe this uh so much of this is uh is uh is is political we've seen this movie before here it comes again uh you know again I, I as far as the virus itself and the variants I don't know who to believe about anything It doesn't mean I don't believe people aren't getting sick. I know people are getting sick but you know it, it, that's it, <laughs> They want you back in your masks. They want you back on lockdown. They want you back socially distancing. They want to shut down businesses. They want to empty out the streets again, because once again rolling into the midterms, what are they going to want to do? They're going to want to uh, argue for the same crap that the for the, actually they want to argue for the for the people act, which you know as uh, General West said earlier codifies the cheat that they successfully accomplished in the presidential cycle. So all the COVID crap that made its way into that election They, because they're terrified of the midterms, they're terrified of the, of the next presidential cycle. And uh, they want to try the same game over again. Except now on a much bigger scale with the For the People Act, which would federalize cheating state elections. Which would legalize every manner, all manner uh, of, of ways that they cheated to get Joe Biden into the Oval Office, it's the same old game plan, man. It's the same. It's the same plan. It's the same movie. It's the same song. Only now it's in hyperdrive, because they know they don't have a lot of time, or they could lose everything. Because I think most people are getting sick of this crap. So I don't know, man. Should you wear a mask? Should you not wear a mask? I don't know. I, I my opinions really aren't any different than they were in the first round of COVID. Uh, and it cracks me up every time Mark Lee Van Camp and what they call it, the Rona, Chris. It just cracks me The Rona. The first time out with the Rona. You know, uh the masks, uh, th- there was never any consistent information on the masks. I, most of the masks that I see people wearing our own government, including Dr. Fauci, have said don't work. So I'm, I'm not really changing anything, and I I'm in kind of a dicey health uh, situation right now, but I'm not changing anything about the mask of the COVID. I'm not. I'm vaccinated, man. I got the vax. Does that mean, does that not mean that I don't believe that people who have been vaccinated can still get sick? Sure, I believe it because they are in relatively small numbers, but it's, it, it, that is happening. Sure, but that'll happen with any virus, with any vaccine. I'm not changing the game plan for old Uncle Sean here. If I have to go in someplace and there's a mask mandate, you know, I I will probably ch- I'll choose to wear the. If I have, to, I've been telling you this all week. I got to go to the damn doctor. I can't not go to the damn doctor. So if I got to go to the damn doctor, I got to put a damn mask on. I don't have a choice in that manner, or in that situation. I mean, it is still a choice, but you know. <laughs> Uh, if i want to fly someplace i'd like to fly up and see my kids play in november uh you know i'd have to wear a stinking mask on the plane well november's a long way off in this world so god knows it'll be might have to wear a hazmat suit might not be able to fly anywhere come november i don't know but it's the same crap it's the same crap dude same crap all over again and i'm not buying the crap man 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. 210 599 210 599 Why do Democrats have to cheat all the time? That's the only thing. You know, I'd like somebody to answer me that. We're never get to call on this. Why do y'all, y'all have to cheat, like, all the time, man? You can't have a, You know what I mean? They can't ever get elected on their own merits, on their own arguments. They're always going to stink and cheat. It must suck to be a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, it must suck to be you. I'm serious. You guys always got to cheat. You guys are always full of crap. You know, you successfully got an empty shoebox elected to the Oval Office, who doesn't even know what stinking room he's in, let alone state, by cheating, in my, in my, in my opinion. Why is that? And it gets tiresome for you? And I wonder how many Democrats, even just, you know, rank and file dude lives down the street, Democrat. I wonder how many of them actually are true believers of this stuff, whether you're talking about uh, masks. The thing about the whole COVID thing and where you right, Chris, whether you wear a mask or you socially distance or you do this or you do that tells people who you are. Right. You're either killing people or saving people. By how you conduct your personal business, you are either killing people or saving people. It's like the color of your skin determines whether or not you're either the oppressed or an oppressor. At this point, so I wonder how many Democrats actually believe this crap, or they're just you know too too scared. They're just too scared. Well, the ends justify the means when you know everything. R- right, that's right. I'm just a stupid racist rube.
3: You got to follow the science unless it's anatomy. <laughs>
2: Follow the science until it comes to your genitalia. Okay? Follow the science until we go below the belt. Then it's all on how you feel. Two one zero five nine nine. You think I'm a jerk? You think I'm a racist? You think I'm a phobic person? Because
1: if you do, I don't care. Maybe I'll use the creepy voice today.
2: The Mr. Juicy story story just kind of screams for the creepy voice. We, we have a local restaurant tour. And don't get me wrong. The guy, this is a totally a separate story, but it is a local story. It's kind of cool. Right, Chris, we got a guy that owns a hamburger place. Uh, He got sued uh, on copyright infringement by the Lone Star Cafe people. Right, because they have a hamburger that's something called Juicy Something. And then this guy has a Mr. Juicy. Is that the name of the actual restaurant, I think? it. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Juicy. And so he successfully, just now, just uh, within the past, I guess the past day, he won that case he gets to keep calling uh, his hamburger the, the Mr. Juicy but i i heard mr i heard about the story driving in today and i i hear mr juicy and why do i immediately think of joe biden do you know what i mean i just immediately think of the president mr juicy like when he's sniffing your hair he's you know drooling down your neck you know i'm just saying mr juicy Let's go to uh, Alex online, uh, whatever. Alex, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
4: Rhyme,
1: uh, everyone <laughs> Hey, Mr. Juicy. Hey,
4: dude, just as an aside, I, I watched about, I was watching Tucker last night, and I was able to get through a whole 45 seconds of the babbling moron that they call the President of the United <sighs> States. And I, I just shook my head in disbelief that anybody could get a cogent, sentence out of this guy but I, on another note yeah
1: <laughs> right go ahead this is easy.
4: Uh, we're, we're, we're in a civil war dude you know yeah. it. i know it and yeah. anybody with half a brain knows it okay and if um, the the conservative american public allows these people to shove this crap down their throats they're going to keep doing it because the one thing they do well they fight to win
2: they, they cheat to, to win too oh, yeah they and the,
4: the rules oh we got to play fair no they don't play fair they play to win and until until people wake up to that fact this whole deal with the with the the strike forces okay
2: mm. oh we'll talk about that yeah if
4: you, yeah exactly that, that that's the beginning
2: right okay I it concur. isn't gonna
4: stop there Okay.
2: No, they want the whole, We're deep they deep. want the whole shooting match, uh, so to speak. They want the whole farm. They want the whole circus. They want to run everything. They want to eliminate any kind of competition, whether it's political, social, cultural, or economic. And that's what they're about. That's what this For the People Act is all about. That's what these strike, the strike, the, the gun thing uh, with the Department of Justice is all about. That's what all of it is all about. The, the border. <laughs> it's all about the same evil plot, if you will. And unfor- and I appreciate the call, Alex. It's always a pleasure. Unfortunately, you know, you just got a lot of stupid people in this country. There's a lot of morons. See, because here's the dealio. Often I wonder, and they don't take a break. Often I wonder, in the cancel culture, you know, why they really haven't gone after radio yet in some serious way, talk radio um as far as commentary in general who do they tend to go after they go after the big dogs like Tucker they hate tucker carlson all right uh and they hate fox news uh but when it comes to conservative talk radio yeah it's national but it's also local like what we do here at KTSA you know we're we're pretty much a part of the community we're shopping at the same dollar trees as you are at least i am and most of us are and they don't care, in other words, the the villains in this equation don't give a crap that Alex and me and Trey and Jack uh, and anybody else you know in your world, they don't care that conservative, even moderate conservative Americans know what they're doing and are aware and have woken up, if you will, are woke to the evil plot. They don't care what we think. They don't care if we know. Because they're cheating because you and the, that's why they're working so hard to uh, define you and me as domestic terrorists that's what it's all about. As long as the morons keep swallowing the porridge, the bullcrap porridge, then it's okay. They just need the morons to keep believing what they' what they're selling. The, and the fact is and un, this is where we're in a really dicey situation. unfortunately that's precisely what the morons are doing. I saw somebody post a meme the other day. You say, some people in this country say they'll take a bullet for this country, but they won't take a needle in the arm for their neighbors. The morons are buying this stuff hook, line, and sinker. People who shove garlic cloves up their noses on on TikTok and eat Tide Pods are swallowing this stuff hook, line, and sinker. The way you do it is you wrap it in this blanket of sanctimony. You wrap it in this idea that, well, because of my political beliefs, I'm I'm saving people's lives. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, man. You know, with my condition, most of what I consume that we call food, uh, I drink out of a a little blender. Thinking about getting a Mr. Juicy and shoving it in there and making a Mr. Mr. Juicy slushy. Or uh, what do you call him? A smoothie. A smoothie, a Mister Juicy Smoothie. Yeah. Can I get away with that? Nope. But that work?
3: Call him Mister Juicy.
2: Oh God.
1: Mister um, <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. Of you know,
5: course, uh, the best the, the best thing I've seen all day was when you first got here and you're sitting there drinking whatever it is you're drinking out of your cup over.
2: green stuff over there yeah, yeah.
5: And, and he walks in with a big plate of donuts you know and, starts and kolaches <laughs> and starts eating them right there in front of me <laughs> with a big Ew, smile on bad his face.
2: man yeah i mean because i, I are, <laughs> one of our co-workers iris brings him like you know brings us bring used to bring us all breakfast you know and she'll bring him a couple of fresh kolaches which i had a love affair with for several years i love crustacean kolaches and some donuts, and there he is sitting there. I'm drinking this. I'm drinking a geranium in a freaking blender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's Glasgow with a couple of hot kolaches in a in a fritter.
3: It was a juicy kolaches.
2: Juicy kolachi in a nice sugary fritter. Was that a fritter? Was that a fritter? It was a chocolate. Was it chocolate glaze? Oh, okay. And I'm drinking, you know, <laughs> miracle grow out of a freaking blender. A shrine, yeah. <laughs>
5: Asparagus whip. Oh, God, it was the funniest thing.
2: See how he is. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five.
5: I did have two. One for you. Well, I can't.
2: What am I going to do? Blend it? I can't eat that.
5: No, he volunteered his tribute. He oh, ate it on your behalf. Thank
2: you, Chris. Yeah. Thanks for taking one for the team like that. I appreciate
5: it. He's all heart because your baby yours is messed up.
2: Your mine is messed up, so Chris yeah. ate my kalachi for me. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. And it and means your, a lot, man. And doing Domo, right here. <laughs> god 210 oh now my, t- my wife is my wife oh no it's my mother-in-law texting me because my wife makes the 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 smoothie for me every day every night when i go to bed she leaves a smoothie for me the next day i don't know what's in it she could be poisoning me for all i know i don't know what's in there <laughs> and, <laughs> and i drink the damn thing every morning and i'm waiting for the text my smoothie stays better than anything else mr john my smoothies taste great, Mr. John. Don't be putting no Mr. Juicy in your blender, Mr. John. 210 two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. So the NFL, and I don't care about the NFL, but the NFL, I guess, is going to, they're talking about what? require it, it, The vaccinated players and the unvaccinated players, can, masking players, and it's all the COVIDs on the way back. Don Morgan brought up a, a story yesterday that I have yet to mention that is cool as crap, and that's Eric Clapton, Slowhand. Ain't will be doing no concerts, no place where there's any kind of vaccination discrimination going on, and I think that's cool. Uh, what do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Oh, oh and the garlic thing. You know, I, we are doomed, and you know, I know that's negative and stuff. But sorry, I got the burps. We're it happens. We're, we're doomed. Um, you know, the latest TikTok thing, the latest thing young people have come up with and some of you young people are highly overrated, okay, young people, Uh, that when they get uh, sinus problems, they're doing TikTok videos, they've figured out that the way to handle a sinus uh, problem is to shove a clove of garlic up your nose. And they're videoing, they're taping themselves, shoving cloves of garlic up their own schnozzes. I just watched one where the girl's looking all confident, she got garlic cloves hanging out her schnoz. And she's like, then wait 10 to 15 minutes. Well, it's more like, then wait 10 to 15 minutes. And they're getting sick uh, because the, the, the oils and the chemicals inside the garlic cloves are leaching into their sinus tissues and messing them up. Some of them are getting the stinking garlic cloves stuck in their nose. These are future Beto voters. These are people who largely vote Democrat. 210599. Oh, I gotta take a break. Yeah, 210599555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's Friday. Thank you, Jesus. Playing it fast and loose today, more than usual, so whatever's on your brain, give us a call. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I didn't realize it today. Uh, is the ten year anniversary of the passing of Amy Amy Winehouse? Oh yeah, today's ten years. Ten years, man. Whew. It's a quick ten years. And it's weird because when my daughter was well, that's probably why they were, well when my daughter was out here. Actually, we we were hanging out, and one of the things we like to do when she's here is we like to watch TV movies together and stuff. And, uh, I don't know how Amy Winehouse get my, my daughter is a big fan of Amy Winehouse. And we're riding around in my car. In my car. And you know, Chris, she has one of those fancy Spotify phone thingies that she was able to plug or get going on my, on my car. And so she's playing her jams. And, uh, and Amy Winehouse pops up. And I'm like, oh, wow, you, you a fan of Amy? She, yeah, Dad, I love Amy Winehouse. So we went home. She hadn't seen the documentary yet. Amy, which I think is on Netflix, I think. And so I forget what day it was but we sat and watched that. And uh uh and and here we are. Uh, it's it's you know, oppression because here we are just a few days later it's the 10 year anniversary. And uh god what a what a tragic broken angel. I mean she really was. I and I honestly didn't know a lot about her before I had seen the the documentary and I she died at the age of 27 uh a mixture of booze and drugs i think mostly drugs after leaving rehab walking out of rehab with her boyfriend who was a real scumbag in my opinion in most people's opinion and what was really sad about her and i i've always loved her music i, I that back to back to black is a is a great freaking record amy winehouse just a great there's not a bad song on that record Uh, Don Morgan's show. It's a 10 year anniversary of of Amy Winehouse passing.
5: Wow, has it been that long? It has. Wow.
2: And, uh, my daughter is a big fan, and so we watched the documentary over the weekend, and, uh, you know, I mean, you you look at somebody who was that young, Mm -hmm. and who was that, who was a well respected jazz singer and singer in general by pretty much everybody, Mm -hmm. who would write her own lyrics. On pieces of notebook paper, while smoking a cigarette and drinking some whiskey, and she wrote all of those songs. I mean, it, it, these, these are this is her music. And I, it, the way I right. g- gathered it is that her band, which used the same band, I think, for the for the entire time, what they would do is, you know, she would just start singing the song, and they would basically try it. would come up with the music. Right. And uh, uh, just a a brilliant brilliant talent.
5: Yeah. yeah. I, I caught wind of her probably thirteen, fourteen years ago. Yeah, um, I was one of the stations in the building I was working at. Um, played played a lot of her music. Right, and I just happened to catch her one day and um, became a fan instantly. You know, and, and just thought I thought she must be fifty, sixty years right. old, just- um, and she was in her early twenties at yeah. that point. But just you know, the the tone of her voice. Um, the way she presented herself, the way she told her stories, and the, the way that those songs were obviously so personal. Though this is a person who's done a lot of living, but, and yet,
2: really, very young, very young.
5: And and unfortunately, here was a a person who was very fragile. Yeah. Um, and in a backbiting business. I mean, you know, the music business is horrible. Oh, it is. You know, terrible. uh, Just a, a a load of shocks. And then you get her in there. And just she's she's surrounded by people who don't really have her best interest at Well, heart.
2: Including her own boyfriend, who right. was, you know, kind of a scumbag. Yeah,
5: yeah, exactly.
2: Kind of a mollusk. And uh and you know, and, and I I had to warm up to her because at first I I immediately thought, Well, she sounds like Shirley Bassey, she's kinda of going for that sort of thing. But then I like I started listening to the lyrics. Yeah. And I and I'm and I look, and I remember saying, Oh, she's writing this
1: stuff? Yeah.
2: How old is she? Right. And then the whole thing opened up. And I think what was even more tragic about her is that when things really started to, because once, you know how it is, once you get to the top, Mm -hmm. people want to tear you down. Exactly. Uh, They want want a piece of it. They want a piece of it, or they either want a piece of you, or they want to tear you down. And she became a joke, you know, uh, for a lot of folks in media Mm -hmm. while she's just fallen to pieces. And, And I always felt that that was tragedy on top of tragedy. Because she was just an extraordinarily talented being. Yeah. And you you wonder what she would be doing now. You wonder what she would have been doing at 40 and 50. Right. If, uh, she, was tw- if she, was she was doing was,
5: that then. She was 27 when she, she, 20,
2: As Trey said, member of the 27 Club. Right. And, uh, you know, so just I, I, I remember after my daughter left, I immediately, well, no, while she was here, I ordered that on CD because <laughs> I didn't have it on CD and uh, we uh, we we went. I forget where we were driving, but we just listened to it over and over again. And it's just yeah. a it's a, a phenomenal. I haven't heard the original, the first one, uh, which I want to get the first one she put out. But uh, just an amazing talent, lost ten years ago.
5: It's very sad. Some hey, some, you know, some folks are
2: just a flash of lightning, man. Yeah,
5: but you know, it, it, with with her, it was the same as it was with with Kurt Cobain when he passed away. It was tragic, but it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't. You know? no. You could see it happening. Right. Even from afar. It was just very
2: unfortunate. What's the old line? The uh, light that burns half as long burns twice as bright, you know? Yeah, that's true. 210 Mary, we'll talk to you when we get back. I promise. It's Sean on News Talk 550. Hey, this is Scott <laughs> Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. Sometimes, someday I got to figure out a way to put out there the crap that goes on during the commercial breaks because that's even funnier sometimes. Mr. John, don't you put a Mr. Yussi in your blender. We were imitating my wife. She didn't really talk like that. <laughs> we weren't. You were. Hey. Mr. John, you can't have a Mr. Yussi. Um. We're talking about Mr. Juicy Hamburgers because the dude won his copyright infringement thing. So he gets to call his ham- – it's a local guy, which is good. I'm glad. First off, I'm glad he's still in business. I'm glad any local business is still in business. You know, uh but uh, he gets to he can't keep on his – he got sued by Longhorn. Could you imagine being a lawyer after going into court with that, you know? I am fighting for my client's right to call that a Mr. Juicy. Have you ever had one, Chris? Here's Mary, Mary, Quack and Drury. How are you, Mary? Mary. Mary? Did <laughs> Mary, fell asleep? Richard, how you doing, Richard?
3: Hey, Sean, it's Friday. It can't be bad. You
2: know? Can't be bad when it's Friday, man. My ass is sleeping in tomorrow. <laughs> I granted
3: that. Hey, bro. Uh, hey, uh, earlier you were talking about trying to communicate with lifelong demon Uh, my my brother is a lifelong Democrat, right and i'm a lifelong conservative between the two of us we got 150 years on this here wow and so it's been a it's been a a long feud. i'll put it like that (laughs) Uh, but two years ago when we had a legally elected president (laughs) we, we had an argument about something and uh after he regurgitated all of his talking points of the day, right, I tried to reason with him.
2: Well, How that was your first is issue.
3: I, I broke down, and I asked him, "Are you first, are you a Democrat first, or are you an American first?" And he admitted proudly he was a Democrat before he was an American. Did, and of course, I had to hang up
5: with that. Right. Thing, but that
2: was, that was well, you know, and i got to run, Richard, but keep listening. I'll keep talking about this. Uh, thanks for the call. You know, th- that's the, the issue, is that they hold their party affiliation above all things. And I think a lot of it has to do with that sanctimony I, I, I mentioned earlier. And that so much, so many of Democrat policies and issues Crap, though they may be, are wrapped in sanctimonious, well, I'm saving lives, well, I'm making it a better world, well, I'm saving this, I'm saving that. And uh, and so people who are Democrats, you know, they see being a Democrat as being superior. They see being a Democrat as being in- inherently smarter, even if they're shoving garlic cloves up their noses or eating Pods. In other words, it's a big, fat selfie. It's an ego trip. To be a Democrat. Uh, and uh, it's it's not always an ego trip to be a conservative or even even a libertarian, which is kind of what I would think of myself. I just want to be left to hell alone. That's my politics. Just leave my ass alone. But, you know, part and parcel of that idea of individualism comes what? Personal responsibility. Looking at the person in the mirror and saying, are you full of crap? <laughs> you know. What do you screw it up? You know, I mean, that, that's you, That's sort of part of that ideology. You really can't be somebody who is devoted to your own individuality, right, and liberty without also being critical of yourself. Because there's only you, right? There's only you. You can't. You, the whole idea is you don't want handouts. You don't want the government telling you how to live. So you have to be... On your own ass about what you're doing right, and what you're doing wrong. When you're a Democrat, you don't have have to worry about that at all, man, because you're just always right. <laughs> Whether you are, or you aren't, and most of the time they're not. You don't have to do no personal inventory. You don't have to worry about the person looking back at you in the mirror. You're 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 a leftist. You're 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 a progressive. Even though most of them are progressing towards the edge of a cliff, they just don't know it. And you're just all little miss, little miss, little miss can't be wrong. That's who you are all the time, man. That's why you people suck. And that's why you have to cheat to win elections. There you go. Um, We're out of time now. Well, John, hang on. Maybe we'll talk to you when you get back. Or do I have time? I'll do it very quickly. Here's John. How you doing, John?
0: Yeah, I was just wondering, since the Biden administration opened up the border, all these people are coming in from all around the world not even being checked. And now we got this spike in COVID. I wonder I wonder that how many of those are actually illegal,
2: I would say a fair amount so I, I, well, I, I well i i well here's what i well I don't know about the amount I would say they're bringing it in for real, so I mean anybody who says that can't possibly have an impact is an idiot. Kamala, what was she saying the other day to the dreamers? this is your home <laughs> you want one of my bugs? you want some cookies Blech. She does. She's such a -a barf-a-rama. She's a barf-fest, you know. If you really need to lose your lunch, listen to her talk. (laughs) But yeah, COVID rise. Millions of people coming into the country illegally. You think there might be a smidge of a connection? Yeah, I'm thinking so. But maybe I'm just a racist and I hate the Dreamers. Chris, I hate the Dreamers. I hate black people. I hate immigrants. I, I hate transgendered people. I'm a racist, i all that stuff, right? Right, of course. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
4: The new cases in COVID are because of unvaccinated folks. Almost 100% of the new hospitalizations are with unvaccinated folks. And the deaths are certainly occurring with unvaccinated folks. These folks are choosing... A horrible lifestyle
2: of self-inflicted pain. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Damn, sounds bad. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, Sean, hi. It's hour number two of the Friday show. 210 599 210 599 i have got the sillies. Um, as you heard, uh, Don Morgan, uh, he's going to be talking about, uh, Merrick Garland going to Chicago uh, at the bottom of the hour, 1030 for the rest of you. And we've been talking about this, these strike forces. Now we have strikes. We have st- out of the DOJ, we got strike forces that are going to be, uh, taking up residence in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Washington, D.C., and uh, and uh, they're, they're trying to stop guns from travel, from coming into these cities. See, the problem is these guns are coming from places that have lax or less restrictive gun laws, like here in Texas. I'm sorry, that didn't sound good. Uh, and making their way into Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C., and they're... They're being used to commit acts of violence. And so, obvious, very obviously, the way to deal with violence in these cities, where I think pretty much every single one of those cities has a defund the police uh, movement that has either been successful or is on the way to being successful. Every single one of those cities also have very, very restrictive gun laws. Uh, and you gotta start bringing the hammer down, sorry about the metaphor, uh, on, uh, on, uh, uh places where you can, you know, basically, uh, buying a weapon is not as restrictive, or there aren't as many restrictions on buying a, purchasing a weapon, which is your constitutional right to do. Uh, and I don't know what, I, I don't know what these strike forces are, are gonna do. Because you know what? If that's the case, then it's not about Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, or Washington, Washington, D.C. I don't know why he's bothering to go to Chicago. Man, if, 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 if your strike force is going to go after people, because you're not going to have, in a sense, different kinds of gun laws that are that dramatically different from city to city, right? So where are your strike forces going to go? It, you're, the, the, the strike forces aren't going to be focused, obviously, other, in other words, on Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, or D.C. or Philadelphia or whatever the other city they, they manage to stumble into they're going to be saying well you got this gun in texas legally and then you went to chicago and killed somebody and so we got to do something about the guy that sold you the gun right we're to, in other words we need to track weapons in that regard and we were talking about this in Warren Rima that you know obviously if you are a, an anti-gun person like Merrick Garland, uh, you're you're not really addressing the issues that are going on in these cities that is leading to all of this violence. You're you're once again focusing on legal gun owners and legal gun sellers. And is it within the realm of your uh, belief uh, or, or, or ability to believe something that? They, they might, uh, someone may want to start sending dudes into gun shops in Texas or in other states where the restrictions aren't like they are in these cities for the sole purpose of that weapon then being used eventually to, to commit a crime. And then you can backtrack to the uh, beginning of the chain there, the beginning of the line, and go after the guy that's, because that's what they want to do. They want to shut down gun sellers. They've always wanted to shut down gun sellers. These are the same people that have always argued that if a a gun is committed with, uh, a crime is committed with a gun, that you should go after the manufacturer and you should go after after the person that sold you the gun. That's all this is. It has nothing to do with violence in Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. It has nothing to do with doing anything about that. What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We got people. Let's uh, Dotty, and it's also Freeform Friday, so whatever's on your brain. Here's Dotty. Dotty, how you doing?
6: I'm fine, and I'm just glad that you're getting better, and everybody's missed you, and we love you, and your show. What I'm calling about is the fact that it makes me mad when I hear you or anybody else, even though I know you don't feel that way, say that the Democrats are the high-class party because I come from a total Republican family from day one, and we've always looked down on Democrats (laughs) as low-class people. After all, they're the ones that are burning cities, they're robbing people, they're looting how in the world can anybody, anybody, think that they're high class? The,
2: the only I've people I've heard. ever heard Democrats describe Democrats as high class are Democrats.
6: Right? Okay, I yeah. agree with that. Right. I agree with that. But I'll tell you one another right. thing about guns. Just, just try to take the Texans' guns away from them. It's going to be not very nice <laughs> for the Democrats. That's not going to happen.
2: <laughs> and, and it's, it's I not concur. Yeah, you you want, you want an actual you want an actual civil war? Try to disarm well, no, Texas, baby. Civil war? <laughs> no, not you. I'm not yeah. saying you.
6: But anyway, my main thing was to say that I think Democrats are the lowest class on the scale.
2: There and you go. They I
6: Always will be.
2: I gotta go, and Dottie. Dottie, is- Dottie, thank you so much. I, 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 I. Did you hear that, you low rent commie Democrats? Well, you know, I mean, uh, well, look, I'm not talking about rank and file Democrats, but the leadership are a bunch of scumbags, man. <laughs> really? You explain to me how Joe Biden isn't a scumbag? You explain to me how Nancy Pelosi isn't a scumbag? Who, who's looking into the the insurrection? They got Adam Schiff. They drug him out of the uh, out of the cellar there. You explain to me how Adam Schiff is not a scumbag? You explain to me how Hunter Biden isn't a scumbag? Uh, um People, I, I mentioned earlier, we were talking about there. there obviously, a, must be a connection between the influx of uh, illegal immigrants and the rise in COVID. And people are calling up about that. Here's Pete. How you doing, Pete? Good morning, sir. I love your show. You're God awesome. bless you. Thank you. One of my best friends
7: from Vietnam uh, is a is a pilot, and he flew commercial for American Airlines until he retired. And now he does custom jobs for the u s customs for the past sixty days. he and almost sixty other uh, jet pilots have been flying the people that are crossing the border illegally
3: mm,
2: right
7: all over the country uh, 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 Tennessee is the only one that the governor put his foot down, and they're doing it at night, mm. so there's no news, there's no knowledge they're putting up putting them up in hotel ho, uh, hotels doctors dentists social security cards driver's license
2: good lord
7: food cards the works and it's happening at night so that the news media isn't around there you know
2: well if you want to do something shady you got to do it in the shade right you got to do it at night nobody's paying attention you know i i I don't doubt that that's happening there i mean and i appreciate the call man and and thank you for your service look you can't I, and I say this all the time, I forget what we were talking about earlier, but it, you know, I think it was a gun, the strike force thing, that when you look at a situation or something that a politician or a bunch of politicians or government people want to do, and on the surface of it, it doesn't make any sense, okay, this, you have to plug in the motivation that they want to do something illegal or shady or they want to cheat. And if you can plug that in reason into the issue or the situation and suddenly it makes sense well there you go why did they open the border why did they roll back policies yes that came out of the trump era but that were working to stem the tide of illegal immigration stem the tide of human trafficking stem the tide of drugs and guns you want to talk about guns coming across the border Why would you do that? Because for most reasonable people, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that, especially while you're still in a pandemic? It didn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense until you plug in this motivation. You're creating future voting blocks because you want to fast-track all these people that you can get your hands on into citizenship. You want to flood states like Texas with higher COVID numbers because, uh, you know, that Greg Abbott guy is starting to roll back a lot of these... Uh, he opening up, he's starting to open up Texas, and the numbers are looking good for Texas as far as COVID. can't have that. You know, I mean, that's what... there. You plug in the political motivation to opening the border, and suddenly it all makes sense. Why? Yeah, well, you know, it's political. And so, if you're a Democrat, understand... When you start talking about people having blood in their hands and all that crap, okay, look towards your own leadership. Look at what they're doing. Do you honestly? Can you honestly sit there and tell me that you believe that the leadership and the people active in your uh, in your community of Democrats care about people's lives? How? What are they doing that shows you they give a crap about anybody's life? two and zero you know because what's what what what's what's the result of an open border? Death, destruction, sickness, economic ruin, violence? How 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 is how how is a policy that allows for that on a scale as 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 we're seeing right now how does that lead you to believe that the people behind that those moves are somehow concerned about people? Come on, man. I, honestly, if you're a person of reason and sense and with a soul, I don't know how you be a Democrat today. I, I really don't. I don't get it. it. It must be that big of an ego trip for you. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
4: Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com.
2: And we're back. News Talk nine fifty KTSA, FM 107 hundred seven one. I'm Sean. Yeah, well, my wife is texting me now while I'm on the air. Not about the Mister UC stuff. I, you know, on face puke, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Your memories, does the cramp ever come up on your, your memories because you never really know, right? On your memories, if it's something you want to remember or not. And I'm I'm bringing this up for a reason. Uh, we're 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 kind of off we're just this is my first week back after all that crap that happened you know the other week the heart attack and stuff and so we're uh, next week we'll have Kletto back on where's you know here's Kletto on Wednesdays and Kinky Friedman will be back will be coming back on the air uh next Friday and doing his thing where he sings a song on the radio and I uh, on my my f- memories uh thing today I think it was 4 years ago today that um Kinky was recording his album uh, "Circus of Life" up at the ranch uh, up at Echo Hill, and I was up there, and uh, the band was there. As you know, you had a bunch of guys up there: Brian Mulnar and Joe uh, Citri- uh, uh, Cerati, who's a great guitar player from Jersey, both both from New Jersey. But Augie Myers was up there with Clay, Little Juford was up there, and uh, you know, we we're all hanging out while Kinky was re- well, they're recording the record. And I, it's traditional that when they're recording a record, I go up there and make my pasta for them. So I was making Mondo pasta, which is my pasta, which I myself can't eat anymore. I don't think <laughs> everybody's laughing at me. Don and Chris are laughing at me. I can't eat my own freaking pasta, but I was up there and, and so I just posted it and my wife, <laughs> my wife posts or comments. How come? How come you never invite me uh, to go with you on these cool weekends when you are hanging out with all these cool famous people? And and I tell you, know, the reason is I sleep on Kinky's couch. My wife never wants Don. She never wants to Chris. Sp- she never wants to spend the night. I crash there. I don't. I don't drive back home. I sleep on the couch. Well, how far away is it
5: from your house?
2: It's an hour. That's it. Well, but yeah, but I want to stay there. I want to crash there because. You've been drinking. Well, well, back in the day. Right. Well, that and interesting crap happens at Kinky's Place at 3 in the morning. <laughs>
3: Especially when Sean's been drinking.
2: Well, yeah. yeah, you never know. Yeah. you got a herd of wild hogs come up on the front yard, and Kinky pulls out the shotgun. I mean, yeah. Oh, and sometimes, you know, there's a little weird, we have some fun. I'm just saying, Sean, I put always...
3: Your, put your pants on, Sean. I always put your pants on. <laughs> what were you doing in the shower?
2: No, I always... I <laughs> I always crash her, and she never wants to spend the night. So that's why, you know, maybe if you want to come with me, you've got to drive my ass home at 3 in the morning. Well, not anymore. I mean, now I can drive anytime I want. But, I mean, you know, I always spend the night. So that's why I never, sure. she never wants to spend the night.
3: Well, see, before, though, you were me- eating your own pasta, so now you can eat the pasta and leave. No, you can, you I... can make the pasta and leave.
2: Well, that's true, because I can't eat it. I'm just saying that's why, baby, because I, I always stay there, and you never want to spend the night, baby. That's all. That's all. Next big night I have with a bunch of famous people up at Echo Hill. like, come with me, baby.
3: Now she can have the couch and <laughs> you can have the floor.
2: My heart attack having ass ain't sleeping on no damn floor. Oh. <laughs> it's, easier to do, yes it it,
3: it's easier to do chest compressions if you're on
2: the couch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kiki, this thing starts going off. Just plug your amp into it. Um, so anyway, Kiki will be back next Friday.
5: You know, I want to do that now. What? Plug a guitar into your, <laughs> get some cool Jimi Hendrix yeah, effects. Feedback
2: coming through my teeth. Be awesome. Mel-
5: melodic fibrillation.
2: Melodic fibrillation. <laughs> right. God. Donald play the national anthem like Jimi Hendrix on my teeth. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, two, <laughs> you
3: won't be able to help it, Neil.
2: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's f-
5: laying down during the national anthem. Must be a commie. <laughs>
1: you communist. <laughs> I knew it, Sean's a communist. His daughter's a hippie and he's a communist.
8: No, I just can't breathe.
1: I just can't breathe. Two
2: one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Wonder if I could plug the Christmas tree into it when December comes around. Maybe not the blinky lights. Light Maybe you a little look. too much. Uh, blinky lights. <laughs> steady Christmas lights I can handle. Blinky lights will kill my ass, but, you know. <laughs> it's supposed to blink, but not when they're plugged into Sean. <laughs> <laughs> These are steady lights. Why is Sean vibrating? Um, here's Dean. Dean, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What's going on with you? <laughs> Dean.
8: Hey, sir. How are you this morning? Pretty
2: good, man. What do you yeah, think
8: I just wanted to pass on two bits of information I heard yesterday on Fox concerning your comments on um, uh, the strike force and the second one, right. a quick comment or input on the uh, immigration thing. On strike force, uh, Fox had a Democratic alderman from Chicago, and what he relayed was that the configuration of the strike force would operate more as a coordinating agency between, I would surmise, ATF, uh, DEA and uh, law enforcement that there was and he was very specific in saying there would be additional manpower drop brought into just this coordinating agency. Okay. So it ties to your comments regarding this effort possibly about tracing weapons versus actually dealing with the
2: crime. Well, that's what they're doing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense any other way. Yes, sir. Yes. It really I appreciate the comment. It really doesn't make any sense any other way. Um, here's Bob. Bob, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
0: Hey, glad to have you back, brother.
7: I'm
2: glad to be back, man. Glad to be back.
0: Good. Hey, uh, the, uh, the guy that, uh, before the beginning of the hour, he said about the people that non-vaccinated was causing all the stuff. Uh, yeah. funny thing, he didn't mention anything about all the people coming across the border with, what? The, uh, with the COVID-19. Well, that's what we've been talking
2: about, right? Who was that? What, who, what, governor was that, Chris, from Alabama? Governor K I V.
0: Yes, Alabama.
2: He talk funny. Got a funny accent. Yes, yeah, she does. Oh, she does? You know, since uh, Wally Funk, I just can't figure out who's a, and all this tranny stuff, I just can't figure out who's female who's dude anymore. Um, well, yeah, no, I mean, you're right. We, we talk, I got it right. We talked about that, that, uh, you know, you can't sit there and be a reasonable human being and tell me that the, the uptick in COVID numbers has absolutely nothing to do with hundreds of thousands of people coming over the border. And we have no idea if they're positive or not. There's not a connection. You're a racist if you point it out. <laughs> I mean, it's almost laughable, man. Oh, Jen Psaki, uh yeah. Hunter Thompson, uh, Hunter Thompson, Hunter Biden, who was an actual cool person. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Hunter Thompson was the cool person. Hunter Biden is a mollusk. He's a bivalve. And the the White House has put out an official statement that, you know, he, just like the child of any president, he has the right to pursue his passion in art. He's meeting with potential buyers. He's selling his paintings for upwards of $800,000 a pop. <laughs> and it looks like spin art. No, it's not possible that a guy that was grifting the Oval Office for a number of years, when his old man was VP, to make millions of dollars uh, off of uh, uh, energy companies and firms that he really wasn't a part of around the world, and selling influence to the vice presidential uh, to the vice president. Surely, all of these buyers who are up who are going to pay that much for his crappy art. Are 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 legit, right? This is no way of laundering, in a sense. Hunter continuing to enrich himself off his old man. These are real art lovers who like his crappy art. I used to give him some slack because some of his stuff I didn't think was all that bad. But man, it ain't worth it. Ain't worth over five hundred. It ain't worth even though he's the vice now the president's son. I got to go. 210, it ain't worth, no, $500, man, or uh, 500 bucks maybe at best, by name only. Based upon talent and effort, I'd give you a fiver for one of those. Make a nice placemat. But, you know, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Yeah, hey, man, Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm Sean. to see show. I'm Talking on radio. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's talk about the hamburger thing just one more time. Uh, I like talking about hamburgers because I can't eat them anymore. Well, I could eat, you know, a geranium burger, I guess. A plant-based
1: burger, oh
2: boy. But this was a local issue. We had a guy... um, let me just bring up the story so I can. Right here in San Antonio, I got sued by the Longhorn Cafe. Uh, Andrew Weissman uh, was—he uh, has a restaurant in San Pedro, and he has a hamburger that is called the Mister Juice. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up. The Mister Juice mm-hmm. And uh, Longhorn, I was upset about this because they have a hamburger called the original Big Juicy. Uh, And so uh, they they sued this dude, Mr. Juicy, the Mr. Juicy Mr., uh, for copyright infringement, and he won the case. So he he continues to, he, he won the legal battle. It took about nine months, cost him a lot of cash. But now he he can continue calling his, his his big hamburger the Mr. Juicy. And, Chris, I think that's the name of the restaurant, too, Mr. Juicy. And I just, I heard that story when I was first coming up, driving in today. I hadn't read about it yet. First off, I like it. You know, I mean, nothing against a Longhorn Cafe, but good on this dude. I mean, is it really that big of a, it's a, it's a freaking hamburger, man. But I heard this driving in today, and I just, I'm sorry, the name just kept cracking me up because I, every time I'd hear the words, Mr. Juicy, I just kept thinking
1: of Joe Biden. Sniff it on your hair. <laughs> How you doing, champ? Mr. Juicy? You're the president. It's just, it sounds, I don't know. I,
2: I, and look, I don't feel bad. Look, Chris, I'm selling hamburgers for the guy. Me just saying Mr. Juicy on the radio is selling this dude hamburgers. And I support local businesses. I'm just saying the name sounds a little creepy to me. That's all. If I could eat hamburgers, I would eat one. If I could put a Mister Juicy in my blender over there, you know, I'd eat a Mister Juicy smoothie, which sounds even creepier.
1: But don't either one of you guys think that name is a little creepy? It sounds a little Mister Juicy.
2: Like I want to go. I want. want to call him in for like a takeout or. Mister
1: like Juicy. <laughs>
5: See, I don't think hamburgers when I hear the name, though.
1: Yeah, I don't. I
2: think of some perv in a raincoat. That's why I think of Aqualung. Uh, I miss you, Juicy.
1: You got to throw in, it's a wonderful day for a cheeseburger. It's a wonderful day for a cheeseburger. Would oh, you like some fries with that, cheeseburger. You like some fries with that, Mr. Juicy? I miss you, Juicy. It just sounds creepy,
2: doesn't
5: it? <laughs> well, what would you do it, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I should put on a raincoat and a mask, right? Like a little surgical bag and go there. And, and, not, and, you know, just not take a shower for a few days, which isn't hard for me to do. What? And just like, I'd like to get
1: the Mr. Juicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the real Mr. Juicy. I'm the real Mr. Juicy. I've been calling myself that years. I'm going to sue Weissman, too. He's infringing on my name. I'm the original Mr. Juicy. <laughs> make mine extra juicy. Make it extra juicy. <laughs> that's <just> terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, really, make it juicy. i got to make a smoothie out of it, so I need a juicy. Uh, hang, hang. And Trey was saying it sounds like a rap name. Mr. Juicy.
5: Right. He claims that's his weekend rap persona. Tray's rapping on the weekends. So I yeah, got to see that. <laughs> he says he goes to karaoke bars and refers to himself as Mister Juicy. D- 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 no. That just J-O-O- doesn't feel right. That hyphen
1: just, C. That just doesn't sound right. Man, it sounds wrong.
3: Well, now you know to show up. Say, put it on Juicy's tab. Put on and hey,
2: put that on Juicy's tab. <laughs> nah, no, I'm, I'm part of his posse. <laughs> you know, I'm the original Mister Juicy. <laughs> so hey, <I'm... laughs> MC never Yeah. <rhyme-a. laughs> I was going to be a rap star once. I was going to call myself Ice Trey. Ice Trey. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dre, boy, did he get hosed out there in California, man. Dr.
5: Dre, yeah. Dr. Dre.
2: See, that's how white I am. I don't even know how to pronounce the guy's name.
5: All the money from those Beats headphones.
2: Right. I mean, he's going through a divorce. She's, they wanted $2 million a month, right? Right. And his ex-wife now is going to get $200,000 a month in in spousal support. 200000 You know, and I'm a divorce guy. We're, we're all divorce guys here. We've all been through the uh, that trip, you know, and uh, uh, it's it's never an easy thing. But, baby, I am so glad I did not get my ass divorced in California. Mm-hmm. California, especially if you're a rich – I'm not a rich celebrity. Three hundred. Three hundred thousand dollars was three oh, hundred. Oh, oh, I guess it was three hundred thousand or almost. Ain't nothing but a three hundred G thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I hope she can learn the budget and make that last uh, well, before up the your end first of the
5: month. Strings, there, young lady, and
2: that's right. No, Mister Juicy's for you.
5: There was some budgeting,
2: and because uh, in California, classically, male celebrities, and I'm being honest, this is something I've read over and over again. Man, they get they do they, they get taken to the cleaners when they break up with someone. One of my favorites, John Cleese, Monty Python fame, in his, like, early 70s, had been married to his wife in California. They were married in California. I think they only been married, like, six months. She broke up. They, they got divorced. And she took him to the cleaners. I've read this. He right. talked about it. It
4: was yeah. the Cleese fleece.
2: Well, it was the Cleese fleece. He said... Why do you think I'm doing all these bloody appearances everywhere with the damn
5: Grail movie hundred you' gotta old. make some money, man. I'm pushing 80 and I ain't got no money. I remember years ago when uh when Neil Diamond split with his he and his first wife had been married for a long time right right and uh it, I don't remember how many hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> she walked away with, but he said he said that's okay. she was worth every penny <laughs> <laughs>
2: Turn on your bank light. Um, So yeah, you don't want to get divorced. If you're rich and famous, and you're a dude, you do not want to get divorced in California. I mean, you could date a chick for like three weeks and she'd take you to the cleaners. It's a little better here in Texas. I'm not getting. I'm, I'm not planning on getting divorced anytime soon. Right. I wouldn't get divorced. I would just disappear. My wife would, you know, take care of me and wouldn't leave a single clue. No evidence
5: behind. Can you R2? imagine how it would work out in, in here in Texas? There you go before one of those judges, and they say, "Did you make that money?" No, well, too bad. You ain't getting none. Well, then you ain't getting none, <laughs> is you? I guess
2: what you're getting is a job. Um, two one zero five nine. nine.
3: Flipping, Mr. Juicy.
2: <laughs> well, you better start learning, ma'am, how to flip a Mr. Juicy, because you didn't make that money. That ain't yearn.
5: Who's Mr. Juicy?
1: Hey, ladies. I'm Mr. Juicy, I'm Mr. Juicy. All right, uh, two <laughs> ones.
2: This show is just flying off the rails. I hear you looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. i looking know
1: a guy named Mr. Juicy. Sliding right off the grill. <laughs> we hire divorced chicks. We need work flipping juicies. Two one zero. God, I hope
2: we're not the only ones laughing. 2-1-0-5-9-9-5-5-5-5. One 50 it's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. It's Freeform Friday, so whatever's on your brain. Here's Javier. Javier, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great, Sean. Thanks for coming back to work, and um, I'm glad you're back.
2: Sir. Thank you. I'm glad to be here, man. Glad to be I, here.
0: I, I just to be to stash this in your memory bank so later on, before the election, it'll come up again. Tell me, uh, you heard about that bad situation? What happened here in Bernie? About what's going about that officer shooting that guy, right?
2: Mm, I think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not top of mind. I'm not as familiar with it as I probably should be. But.
0: well, well, you know, there was a police officer shooting. Right. They asked the guy to to drop the gun. Obviously, he must have had a mental case or something. But he, in other words, he got wound, He wound up killed. Basically, right. uh, why isn't the city burning? Why is it are riots in the street? And I just want you all to remember on this because if I'm not mistaken, last summer we had, you know, where poor innocent people of other ethnicities right. were being killed by police officers. And they said Caucasian people don't get killed. So I want you all to store this one away right. to see why our cities are not
2: burning. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. I thought you wanted to talk about Mister Juicy.
1: I told Chris you wanted to talk about Mister Juicy, and he's talking about serious crap. I'm not trying to i I'm
2: not trying to diminish what he's talking about, but I gotta I gotta you know, it's not it's not something I'd plan to talk about, so I've been doing my creepy voice talking about Mr. Juicy's.
1: Steve, you ever had a Mr. Juicy? No,
7: but you've been talking about it all morning, so sometime this week I see it in my future, definitely.
2: I'm selling a lot of burgers for this guy with my creepy voice. <laughs> Absolutely. So what are you thinking, Steve?
7: so with concern to the uh, gun confiscation and the uh, ignoring the second amendment it's not about guns we all know this it's about hearts and minds the democrat party has done and continues to do everything they can do to destroy the hearts and minds of americans most particularly in the in the communities which they they reign over and control over and the proof is if it was about guns Let's just say that all these guns that end up in Chicago and all of these other restrictive gun cities that the Democrats control, let's just say that all of them came from Texas. Why aren't Texans then shooting each other and killing each other at record paces? Right. These guns are all coming from Texas. I
2: said that earlier. No, you're right. No, I said that earlier. I said, well, they're going to go to these other cities and well, states, largely, I would believe, or they have less restrictive gun laws, Texas probably is, you know, right there front and center as far as who they want to send one of these task forces to or what have you or start tracing these guns back to. But if that's the case, you're right. Why don't we have that kind of gun violence going on here? We don't. It's a.
7: And the other thing that we don't have here is Democrat control and rule, and we have hearts and minds that care and have concern for each other, and they don't have that in Democrat-controlled cities because Democrats truly... Don't care about humans or the human condition, and the proof of that is: look what's going on in Cuba mm. and crickets from the Democrats. Yeah. Crickets,
2: nothing, not a damn thing, and, uh, and in fact are dismissive of the protesters coming over. In fact, officially, officially from the administration, what did they say the other week when I was gone? That they're escaping COVID. That's what they had the. They had the blanks to actually say that as an official statement, that the reason they're leaving Cuba is to is to escape COVID. My God. Democrats
7: you know? don't give a damn about people, humans, or the human condition as a whole. No, they don't. Don't give a hang.
2: Hey, man, I appreciate the call, Steve, as usual. You have a great yes, weekend, sir. brother. All right, bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Two, uh, 210-599-5555. Betos given hundreds of thousands of dollars. So the Democrats got on a plane and went spreading their COVID across the country all the way up there to D.C., you know, for the For the People Act. That was the worst Irish accent I've ever done in my life. It started off as an Irish accent and then ended up somehow in Wisconsin.
1: I don't know. Just got kind of juicy. You got kind of juicy like a Mr. Juicy Burger.
2: Beto, man. Anybody, I, I do, I see a Beto sticker on somebody's car, I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> That guy, what a. That guy is the biggest scam in the world, man. With his gesticulation. I can't stand him, man. They got a GoFundMe account yet for the Texas Democrats? He's paying for that because they've run out of, well, they've run out of other people's money on their little fight for your right to vote, right? Uh, what What they're actually fighting for is their right to cheat your vote and Beto's forking over the money man. You know, I gave him 600k, but we, we our, our goal is like I think it's a few million they need. Why? Why do they need a few million dollars? To I mean, where are they eating, man? You know, they're not are they getting they ain't getting no damn room service at the Motel 6 there. For if they need millions of dollars to continue on this trip, what in the hell, man? Someone lost a beto Someone lost a Beto. Beto lost a Beto. Fake Mexican. You silly leprechaun. You lucky charm. You know, God. That guy, he's just one of those guys that when he pops up in the news, I just go, oh, God. Do so I have to talk about him again? I do, don't I? Buying his ass into the news there. You're an impressive dude. So, uh, no worries if you're a Democrat and you you think your folks are fighting a good fight here in Texas by taking off. Uh, don't worry. Beto's got the bar tab, man. Beto's got the bar tab because those folks drink some
1: expensive crap, man. They ain't getting the lunch special at Mr. Juicy's. They're doing Manhattans for breakfast. They're doing expensive vodka. They ain't having no Mr. Juicy in a shake. Democrats eat expensive, man. They do. There's some expensive people, man.
0: They're Mr. Lucy.
1: Missy Lucy, with your tax dollars. Mr. Lucy, not Mr. Juicy. I'm going to be talking like this for the next few hours. I'm we'll go home. Baby, you want to miss you, Juicy? Let me be your Mr. Juicy. Um,
2: <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Have a great weekend. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you Monday. Bye.